This is the voice of the one and only Larry Legend. You're now listening to the only podcast that Larry Legend marks out for, Marking Out. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this thing. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're Marking Out. Wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. And yet again, we are unsuccessful in the whereabouts of one Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. But don't worry, we are giving you the best wrestling podcast that's out there. And we're talking about marking out because you're listening to it. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. As always, every single week, you can go to MarkingOut.com and find all the past episodes there. You can go buy some t-shirts. we got a limited quantity left of Marking Out t-shirts. Spread the word of Marking Out. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash out. Continue the pro wrestling talk there. As I said, Dave's still missing, and Dave was really good with all that, those videos and stuff like that. So we apologize about the lack of that. Uh, Twitter.com slash out. Hopefully you guys saw us live tweeting during NYWC Sport, uh, Trust No One, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. You can go on iTunes also, uh, leave a rating, leave five stars, look at our great logo by our broski at B-Wing411. I got to give him a huge shout out this week because he helped me out big time with something. So B-Wing. Love you, buddy. Uh, also, two, got to give props to Ring Rope Rebellion for our kick-ass theme music. You can go to ringroperbellion.com and check out some of their merchandise and also buy some of their songs. Apparently, there's a new one on the way, and uh, it'll be out soon, so I'm looking forward to that. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at ChrisWeenDog if you want to talk about everything else besides wrestling. I mean, if you want to talk about wrestling personally to me, you can do that as well. I'm also here with Brandon. You can follow him at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you this morning? I am doing awesome as always, and I must say that rumor has it that Ring Rope Rebellion's newest single is about me. Really? Because I am simply perfection. Yeah, you are simply perfection. And <laughs> we've been, as we, me and Brandon have been doing a two man show for the past couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, we're always open to having people, you know, if they want to co guest the host the show. But uh, this guy's got some balls. Ballsy move on his part, making a, a video, wanting to be the third, maybe the guest host of Marking Out for the week. And after seeing it, I popped pretty big for this. I got to give this guy some credit. Joining us this week, the first time ever. In the history of marking out, we have a guest host. We have NYWC sign guy Jason Linick sitting in with us. Jason, welcome to marking out. Thanks for making the video and thanks for being on the show this week, bud. Thank you guys for having me. I guess dreams really do come true. I know anything is possible. I, I appreciate it. I'm a big fan of the show. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. You're, you're going to use that sarcastic shit on our show? Are you kidding me? No sarcasm intended. But. <laughs> no, hey, listen, kidding. this guy, this guy's good. He makes marking out signs. He makes hashtag where's Dave signs. You know, wanted to be on the show, so give him a shot. You know, he uh, 
He recently graduated from broadcasting school, and if you listen to the show, you know that I graduated from broadcasting school last year, so got to help uh, the people in the industry out work on their chops. There you go, and I, I do want to give advice to some listeners. If you go to the MIWC shows, make sure you tweet to Chris so he remembers to bring your marking out t-shirts. Hey, listen, that was... That was <laughs> because there was otherwise, la- you're not going to get one. There was a lack of communication... Uh, between in the marking out camp yesterday, so I apologize for that. Next time I see you, you'll get your shirt. Don't worry. It's all good. You did buy a four to one two three shirt. So I did. Good. You guys can go to nywcwrestling.com and buy that shirt. It's for a gr- great, for great the, cause. For the record, I bought one on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It. He had it in five X. No, he didn't. It so, was three. Okay, but still fit fit. No, nah, I don't know. I didn't. It try fit it on. perfectly. <laughs> Get I didn't try, it? Like I didn't perfection? Try it perfectly? No. I don't hear you, Chris. You fucking kidding me? I don't even want to curse, Chris. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Regardless, before we start wrestling talk, I have to ask you too, how was the dark night? Rises? It was awesome. It was awesome. I'm on three hours of sleep right now, but it was awesome. Uh, I'm reserving comments because a lot of people on my Facebook and elsewhere in the Twitter sphere are pissing their pants over it, and I have mixed feelings. I want to see it again. I'm making no comment. Yeah, especially not at midnight when you've probably been up all day long. And but I enjoyed it. I mean, we got to give um, we got to give um, you know there was a lot of tragedy last night too. I mean, speaking about this with the, everything that went down at that movie theater in Aurora, Colorado. So uh, our thoughts and prayers Why, are. What happened? You didn't hear about this? No, got, I just woke up at eight thirty. <laughs> Fifteen people got killed. This guy walked into a movie theater yeah. in Aurora, Colorado, and threw a smoke bomb into a theater and just unloaded. Yeah, just, just started firing at random people. What the fuck? Yeah, what what happened to not cursing? Well, that's a what the fuck. Man. Yeah, but uh, you know, our, our our hearts and our prayers go out to everybody that's struggling this morning with uh, you know the losses and everything like that's going on. But let's get into some positive things. Let's get into the world of professional wrestling, and we had a big big pay per view. Sunday from Phoenix, Arizona. If you guys didn't know, the state bird of Arizona is the cactus wren. But thank you, thank you so much, Chris. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> hey, I <laughs> know you. useless Arizona facts. Thanks to my buddy Luke. Uh, but WWE Money in the Bank was Sunday on pay per view, and if you've been listening to the show recently, we're gonna do our goods and our bads of Money in the Bank. Um, the goods outweighed the bads, which was good. Obviously, because you know we're giving the goods parts. Uh, let's talk about Ryback. Ryback in a two on one handicap match, not against Rob Grimes and Danny Delaney this time, but instead against Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex. Which I was happy that these two guys, you know, are getting some you know exposure and getting pay- getting a pay per view uh, payday, which is always good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like it was a bit predictable with Hawkins facing off against Ryback on SmackDown two weeks ago and Rex facing him this past week on SmackDown. And SmackDown. I thought maybe they would do it on SmackDown, but it seems more fitting to have done it on pay-per-view, and it was a great match. I wouldn't say great match, but... Predictable. Yeah. I wouldn't say great either. It, it filled the time, and it wasn't a... It, it didn't feel useless. It felt like the match had a point. Yeah, it, it closed this storyline that they've been working on uh, for the past like two weeks or so i think i think the ending of the match actually fell short where he didn't do the double muscle buster or whatever he does normally he just did it to tyler rex 
Well, look at Tyler Rex. He's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, like I said, I, like I said, I think I said this that I think Tyler Rex is the tallest uh, wrestler that he's ever done that on to this date. So you could be right about that. Because I mean, you've seen all the jobbers are that small. And speaking of all those jobbers, they have an article in WWE Magazine featuring all the past jobbers who have lost to Ryback. And it ends on June 15th. It doesn't go to the 17th. Really? Or, yeah, Rob Grimes and Danny E or whatever his name was didn't make it. All right. Oh. In WWE Magazine. I was like, what? What is this? That would be amazing. I, uh, you have that magazine, Brandon? Yeah. All right. So Which is perfect for... Yeah, for the, the marquees this year for Jobber of the Year. But, but we know who's going to win it regardless. Yeah, Jay Silva. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. No, kidding, kidding. All right. More good things. Divas match, um, short but sweet and to the point, was good. Yeah, I think that was Caitlyn's first pay-per-view match, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Caitlyn, so I think whatever. No, I, I am too. She's got a good look to her. But also, too, you know, we uh, were speaking about it recently on the show. Um, the fact that now that Sarah Del Rey is in the WWE, apparently she's going to be training these new divas and everything like that. This could be the, the revitalizing of the divas division. Awkward yeah, times. but it's, it's weird because everyone's saying karma is gone. Yeah. But I, WWE, why didn't they make a... A press release about that. I don't know. Yeah. They they did not wish her the best in all her future endeavors, so I'm not convinced that she's gone. Yeah, I don't. I I'm still waiting for it. Beth Phoenix versus uh, Karma, and I think the collective WWE universe is holding their breath on this one as well. So, other things good about Money in the Bank. Uh, we had a big return that night. The Miz returns. To the WWE Universe after a couple what, months, you want to say? I think and, they said I think they said it was three months. Okay, it didn't, but it he didn't was, seem that long though. It only seemed like a couple weeks. I know. When was the last time we saw him? WrestleMania? No, because no, he, he he had matches after that. Yeah, he lost to Brodus Clay on Raw. I think at least once. Okay. All right. So, but he was off filming the Marine Three. So, <laughs> Marine Three home. And, and he has a hot girlfriend. So, which they didn't mention. They just said he was away filming a movie, and they neglected to talk about what movie it was. Yeah, yeah. But we'll wait till uh, you know that comes directly to DVD re- uh, DVD release. Um, <laughs> I liked his new look. This yeah, the, the scruff he on pretty it. badass with the slicked hair and the and the five o'clock shadow beard thing. Yeah, yep. Makes him a little bit more not douchey instead of having the. I just, off. I honestly, I thought after a big return, he'd come back with newer tights, something it's, different instead of that same same kind of like gimmicky type type thing. Yeah, yeah. Not not gimmicky towards the movie, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have him come out now in full camo all the time. Well, we don't know what kind of movie Marine 3 is, do we? There's only one Marine 3 to me. It's Marine 3 Citizens on Patrol. All right. (laughs) If anybody gets the reference. Thank you. All right. So The Miz coming back and entering himself in the Raw – well, not the Raw Money in the Bank. It's the Money in the Bank match for the WWE Championship contract. 
which is just because, as we say, the lines have been blurred for the um, between SmackDown and Raw. I'm sorry, three hours of sleep, guys. Give me a break. Um, so Miz entering himself in the Money in the Bank, and but Miz wasn't the winner in this one. John Cena, as predicted by me, Brandon, and Dave 2.0. No, wait a minute. No, Dave, who did Dave pick? Oh, Bob Backlund. I'm sorry. Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah, what, Jesus. Who picks Bob Backlund? Jesus. In a Money in the Bank match, no less. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looked great. Last I really week. thought Bob Backlund was going to be there, though. Oh, Dave, I didn't know you were joining us today. Screw you. I had my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, he isn't. Um, but Cena winning the Money in the Bank for on the WWE Championship side. I know we all spoke about this. I think this is kind of more of a gray area than it is rather as good or bad. You Just- know, everyone everyone thought the way he won was a botch, and I was like, he, they clearly meant for him to win because they played his music so quickly. Yeah, but because he was he was hitting Big Show with the the briefcase. Over and over again until it like yanked off. Yeah, and, and people were like, "Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. That wasn't supposed to happen." But like, they played his music really, like right after he did that. So, I think it was obviously planned. Yeah, yeah I think he was supposed to win, but maybe the briefcase being ripped off like that was kind of sudden. So they had to jump to his music quick to kind of make it look like it was. I think the reason why I think that it was meant to be ripped off was the way John Cena was hitting him. He was like tugging at the the chain as if like it was supposed to have broken on the first hit. Yeah. Uh, okay, but and that briefcase got fucked. Seriously. Yeah. yeah later later that night, all the, the the boys went back to the hotel and performed on it. What? You <laughs> said it got fucked. Oh, wow. using using my words literally, Brandon. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So let's continue on some more good things. Uh, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. I think match of the night for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely mark that down for match of the year candidate. Seriously, really. It was that damn good. What kind of grasped you into it? Yeah, I, I like the fact they took AJ out of it early, and she really didn't play much of a factor in it. Mm-hmm. So really let these guys perform. Exactly. They they didn't need to get it distracted. Because so I feel like heading into it, a lot of people f- probably felt like it was going to be too distracting having AJ involved. Like, you know, whose side is she going to be on? And then to have her not really be that big of a deal at all, really let the match be good. Yeah, yeah the only the only really big thing she did was skip around the ring and hand put in a put a chair in the ring. Yeah, okay. But CM Punk retaining. CM Punk is now has been the WWE champion for eight months. That's a that's a big feat he's got going on here. I'm not talking about his shoe size. Yeah, uh, you know, I, and, and, the, the, in, and 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 I think he's uh, going to be surpassing Yokozuna's title and uh, JBL's title reign. When? In two weeks, maybe. Okay, but I but I think. CM Punk, this is combined days, I think, for two title reigns. And JBL just had one, so I guess if you want to say to really surpass JBL, he'll be doing it in four months, maybe? I mean, uh, four No, weeks, because maybe? he won the title back at Survivor Series. Yeah. So they're but, count- but they're counting the one before that when he won it at SummerSlam or won it at Money in the Bank or whatever? Uh, well, that's, well, that's what you do when... 
I mean, for the most part, I think that's what they do when a wrestler wins a championship. Okay. You, you can count combined days or championship reigns, maybe. I don't know. I'm not in the business. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> You're not in the business, Brandon. You just like to talk about it. Yeah. Um, all right. So that should be interesting. We'll see if CM Punk can hold on to the title. When we get to Raw, we'll speak about that. Uh, I think a good, more, I think this is like a Tony the Tiger great. Brandon, could I get a Tony the Tiger great? Great. All right, great. Uh, Dolph Ziggler <laughs> winning the Money in the Bank match for the World Heavyweight Title contract, and what appeared to be a bocce match. No, I don't think so. Okay, because I let I I heard a lot of things. I'll admit it, I didn't see it. It's been a hell of a week for me. Um, but I know my two co-hosts have seen it, and that's why this show's great. Um, I heard it was a bocce match. I could be wrong. I really only remember, like, one botch. Okay, and that was um, Tyson Kidd. Let me ask you guys this. Did he, like, stand out in this match? Because, I know, as I said last week, a lot of reports were saying that everybody was high on Tyson Kidd. Honestly, I think a lot of... I can't really say Tyson Kidd stood out the most because I really, really feel everyone stood out. Yeah. Jason, your thoughts? I don't know. I feel like Sin Cara really wasn't used, and maybe... You know, I'd said it to you guys when we were warming up that they did the whole ladder powerbomb spotting him, but he trampolined off of it this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't use him that much, and I'm trying to remember. I think it was Critch, and I forget who else. They did some sort of spot out of the corner that looked a little rough. Okay. That was the, that was the only botch I could recall, if you want to call it a botch, but I don't know. I'm not upset with Dolph Ziggler winning, but my other pick was Cody Rhodes. So Yeah, I think that was was that was that Dave's pick too? Dave two point uh, I believe yeah, he picked Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he did pick Cody He went but, but I do have to say that there was at one point they were outside of the ring, it was Tensai and Dolph Ziggler. Okay. And he threw Dolph Ziggler. He launched Dolph Ziggler across the commentary table. Oh, I saw that on Raw. That was insane. That was like the sickest bump I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it was great, and you expect Dolph Ziggler to sell as good as he does. So. Like he landed on his head on a chair. It was insane. Yeah, no, I saw that. I was very yeah, – he's he's great. I mean he's perfection. He's not perfection. Sorry, Brandon. But he's – Hey, I stole mine from Coca-Cola, so. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. They, they were perfection? Yeah. I thought you originally thought that up. No. Oh, man. You're the, you're the fucking worst. <laughs> the truth comes out. I know, right? Yeah. Shit. I, but mine's, mine's better fitted for me, Coca-Cola. For The only reason why they're perfection is for their chilled drinks, for their chilled iced Coca-Colas or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Grab a nice cold Coke. It's perfection. Yeah. I think it's it's the perfection. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so. All right. Well, let's get into the bads of Money in the Bank. Uh, we had the one thing that I think all of us really didn't like, the fact that there was five guys in the Raw Money in the Bank match. Um, yeah. There's no – I mean, to me, every single Money in the Bank has been six or more. Yeah. So that's like that's like if you took uh, a game of, of Wheel of Fortune and you only let them spin on half a wheel. It wouldn't spin. That's a great analogy, Brandon. 
No, it really wasn't. It was thought up on the spot. I was leaning towards Bob Barker, and then Bill Fortune popped in. It's like when Bob Barker gets all your pre- your your cats and animals pregnant when he tells everybody to have them spayed or neutered, <laughs> and he comes to your house and rapes them. I really have no clue what you're talking about. No. Have you you've never seen the comedian Bo Burnham? Jason, have you? I've seen him. I've seen him live. I, I've heard the name, but I okay, don't yeah, no, recall. he does this song called "Ironic," and like one of the, one of the lyrics is "Bob Barker got all my pets pregnant," and that was his Bob Barker's thing was saying to control the animal population and have your cats spayed, your animals spayed or neutered. Well, I was born in 1989, so I don't know what you're talking about. You've never watched The Price Is Right before, <laughs> actually. I've seen episodes here and there. I have to say I've never watched a full episode. I know Drew Carey hosts now, WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brandon. All right. Um, so that was the only thing, Five Guys. Mm, that wasn't a, a, cha- a cheeseburger reference, though. Mm. Wow. Way to steal jokes, right? Yeah, I, said, I stole yeah, that. J- Jason said that I, I, as we were warming up. I was going to let him have that one. <laughs> yeah, because he, he, he didn't want you, to be credited for it. the Cajun fries, though. Oh, my God. No, the best part is the peanuts. I honestly don't like Five Guys at all. You don't like any food, Brandon. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Five Guys, eh, Five Guys, their food for me is too greasy. Yeah. Okay. I can t- I can give you that one, but I think yeah. that, I think that's where I'm going today for lunch. I'd much I'd much rather eat at our sponsor, Long Island Bagel Cafe. Really? No, I'm kidding. No, oh, you got me excited here. I was like, shit, I'm gonna get paid. To, I'm gonna get paid. Awesome. Okay, so five people, money in the bank. Um, one thing that I was not a fan. Oh no, but that was Monday Night Raw. Um, but Epico and Primo versus the Primetime Players with Epico and Primo getting the win. What well, is- first, let's say that on the YouTube pre-show, it was Kofi Kingston and R-Truth versus Camacho and Hunico. Yes, you're correct. The match, the match itself was not bad. In fact, Kofi Kingston pulled out some moves that were insanely awesome. He did a... Uh, uh, what happened? Okay, he did as like a springboard type of harakarana, but it wasn't springboard. Like Kofi Kingston ran towards the the turnbuckle and hopped up on top, and then jumped right off into a harakarana. Damn, uh, it was sick. There we go. That's how we that's how we do it on the show. Um, all right, yeah, but okay. So Epico and Primo versus the primetime players. The fact that you've been really building up the primetime players, like they've been, you know, associating with A Dubs, uh, you know, doing everything that they're doing to build up the tag team division, having them lose to the Epico and Primo, it just it doesn't sit right with me. Gentlemen, yeah, you your know, thoughts? Kofi Kingston and r Truth and Little Jimmy was there on commentary, so it was it was out there for some confrontation afterwards but mm. uh i don't think that match should have happened on pay-per-view it should have been the pre-show where it went on to be kofi kingston versus kofi kingston and our truth versus the prime time yeah who i've been calling the millionaires club i found that out <laughs> <laughs> We did so much on Raw Millionaires Club, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, why am I like?" I randomly popped into my head where I was like, "Wait a minute, they're the primetime players. Why am I? Th- why am I tweeting Millionaires Club?" I don't know, Brandon. Are you getting them associated with somebody else? Uh, WCW faction that's no longer there. Yeah. Alrighty, but I guess you know 
I, yeah, you're right. It should have been the tag team match over the uh, over over the other the YouTube match. They should have changed it around. Um, another one last bad thing for Money in the Bank before we start to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio. Not that the match was bad. It's just I, I, you take this, Jason, because you were able to like kind of you know say it a little bit better than I could right now. I, I think the placement of it, obviously, having an after the Money in the Bank match, it, it kind of gave away the fact that Ziggler was going to try and cash in, and they did that. I think it was two years ago when Kane won Money in the Bank, and they had the. I don't think it was directly after it, but to have to have the show start with the Money in the Bank pretty much gives away the fact that okay, somebody's going to try and cash in. And like you said, the match itself wasn't bad, but I feel like once Sheamus started rolling, I feel like Alberto Del Rio had no offense, and he just yeah. I don't know gave up. Well, I think they're really trying to build Sheamus as that big, you know, big burly, un- un- destruct- indestructible heel until uh, indestructible face, excuse me, until. Um, who comes back until Randy Orton comes back, and hopefully they bring him back heel. Because I just, I just think that there was a lot of, a lot of stuff wrong with the placements of each match. Okay. Because I mean, honestly, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk should have been last. Yeah. Regardless of it being called Money in the Bank or whatever. But you know what? I think they wanted something very like I was reading a lot of reports. The reason why the money that money in the bank match was last because they wanted something very big and climactic to end off the show. You want to end off your show on like the biggest possible high thing you could, and having John Cena, the man that's been cashed in Money in the Bank two three times, win that. That's just that's it's huge. Yeah, but the the whole company for the past month, maybe month and a half, has been AJ. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I know. They should have ended on that and. Also, if they're going to continue to do Money in the Bank next year, I think to make it more interesting, they need to do away with the fact that it's one Money in the Bank for the WWE Championship and one for the World Heavyweight Championship. I think they should just have two separate Money in the Bank matches where it guarantees a a title shot for... Whatever title you choose, yeah. So it should just be one. It should go back to basics, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Because honestly, what would have been awesome to happen was to have Cody Rhodes win the SmackDown Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Dolph Ziggler, since he was a former champion, not even WWE champion, but a former champion, run in at the last minute of not even the last minute, but like enter in the Raw Money in the Bank match, and he could have won that. Okay, I, good idea. But apparently, it was just WWE champion. So yeah. All right. So that was that with Money in the Bank, gentlemen. If you were to rate Money in the Bank, what would you rate it? We're gonna do a thought. Uh, we'll go letter grade here. Somebody. I'd give it a. I don't know. A letter grade. Yeah. I would say maybe like a B. Okay. Right. I would have, yeah, I'd say a B. It's safe to say B. And comparative to last year's Money in the Bank, that would have been an A plus. Well, see, the, the but the thing about last year's Money in the Bank was we only. I mean, do you remember anything else besides John Cena and CM Punk, Daniel Bryan? Yeah, Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Um, well, I guess I'll go F myself. Yeah, you definitely should. Cole Cabana sitting in the front row. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there's a lot to remember from that one because that was the pay-per-view of the year last year, if you remember the, the marquees. Uh, the TV debut of Johnny Ace, Mr. Laurinaitis. That's right. That's right. He got punched out by Cena. There you go. Yeah. All right. Okay. All righty, cool. So 
You know, we'll give uh, WWE Money in the Bank a, a B. I mean, I'll, I have to go back and watch it, but I know when I, if I watch it, I'll just be like, okay, there'll be certain, uh, you know, I'll be able to dissect it. So let's get on to Monday Night Raw. Episode 999. Next week, the thousandth episode of Monday Night Raw. And there was a lot of promising stuff that came out of 999 going into 1000. Before, before we start this, what? I have to say I'm pretty disappointed that, well, actually disappointed and maybe honored at the same time because this past Monday, or this past Tuesday and this whole week, there was no raw tweets the day after. Really? So we were the last, maybe? Really? I don't know. I didn't see them doing well, it this week. I mean, so I wanted I, I wanted to touch on this when we got to Raw 1000, but apparently, like, I read the third hour of Monday Night Raw is pretty much going to be devoted to all the social media. Like, 75% of it's going to be all social media, like the Twitters and the Facebooks and Tout and stuff like that. And then the other 25% is going to be, like, wrestling. And I, I really don't get Tout. I like it. I like it. I signed up for it this week. I was like, you know what? I, I inadvertently signed up. It's you know, it's it's fifteen second videos of just yeah, it's fifteen second videos, and yet somehow I was spending thirty minutes on it because <laughs> you but just it does, to me it just doesn't. It's like did WWE buy into it or something? Maybe like it's weird because like there's celebrities like I've seen Shaquille O'Neal on it, and then they have Live with Kelly Ripa on it, and then it's just a shitload of WWE superstars. And if you go to their page, it's even it's like it's Zack Ryder. No, I think Derek Bateman is the best one because he like has like a short like tout T-shirt and a sweatband, and he's just doing random things with that on. Yeah, which I think is funny. But like their advertisement is Zack Ryder. Yeah, well, he is the uh, the internet champion, so why not plaster the internet champion all over? Uh... Zach Ryder over Shaquille O'Neal or something like? Yeah, is I'm... he really that big, bro? He is, he is. But you know, what? we'll talk. Let's, let's speaking of Zach Ryder, we'll talk about the bads first, and then go into the goods because there was a lot of goods on Monday Night Raw. Uh, bad. Speaking of Zach Ryder, Zach Ryder getting completely squashed by Alberto Del Rio. I mean, yes, it was good to see him on TV. If you listen to the show, you know our our love for Zach Ryder. But it was bad that he got squashed. You know, after last week coming off of what I thought was a successful Zach Down and the way that he was used properly on on Zach Down. To have him just job out to Alberto Del Rio just it didn't sit well with me. Gentlemen, your thoughts? How can you forget about the return of Rey Mysterio and the fact that the camera cut away way too soon and pretty much spoiled the fact that somebody was coming out? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that was pretty bad. I, I, you know, honestly, I totally forgot about Rey Mysterio. But we'll talk about Rey Mysterio coming back in the goods in just a second. Uh, let's talk about the tag team title match. Uh, the primetime players versus R Boom, K Truth, whatever you want to call them, and uh, what? Well, okay, fine. We'll call them R Boom. R Boom <laughs> getting the win. What does this do for the tag team d- division, gentlemen? Well, it solidifies Kofi and and R Truth further as champions. But I think the way they're building up the the primetime players, it's like. What are they doing? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, it, it annoys me. It's like, honestly, like, I watched I watched a decent amount of Raw. I didn't watch all of it. I apologize about that, folks. But the way that they're building up their tag team division, I speak about it all the time. Having everybody in matching tights, you know, tag team maneuvers. And you have two guys that are predominantly known as singles wrestlers come in and 
keep these titles and beating a team that's you know rebuilding this division, making it more reparable. It's just it it irks me to know. Well, I'm a fan though because Kobe Kingston, we've we've know we've known him to tag previously with with Evan Bourne. Yeah, they've always had matching color tights. I know, but like. Our and, tr- and even now, our truth, like I said, he has the airbrush tights in the same color as Kofi Kingston. Yeah. All right. Well, Air, airbrushed uh, pants. I should. I say, still like. I still would have liked to see the prime tie players win it, and then Epico and Primo feud, and then get Hawkins. You know, all those tag teams that we always talk about get in there. All right. So let's get on to the good. We spoke about. We just. We briefly touched on it. Thank you, Jason, for reminding me about that. The return after a year's worth of injuries. Uh, Ray Mysterio. Came back, and I guess they're going to start a program with him and Alberto Del Rio, it seems like. Um, all I have to say is I hate you, Rey Mysterio, because he comes back, and he's, like, fully tattooed. It's like, oh, hey, look, I got suspended, and I got freaking hurt, so I'm just going to get a, a full sleeve. Seriously. Yeah, well, why not? Everyone does that. Edge came back with tons of tattoos at one point. But it pisses me off. Orton. What would you say? Yeah, everyone. Orton. I know, and it pissed me off then, too. I want a full sleeve. It's their bodies. You don't have to sleep with them. I know, but I want a full sleeve. I wish I I was I was saying it to somebody. I was saying it to John Onderheil on Twitter the other day. I'm like, I want to get suspended from my job so I have the, uh, a, a nice <laughs> comeback. Cr- like Chris, oh my goodness, oh my god, Chris, you have a full, a full sleeve. sleeve now. It's suspended with pay, probably, and any sort of like you know, uh, likeness, like you know, what do they call those? For uh, what? For using your likeness, royalty checks. There we go. You know, having just these random royalty checks just coming in. Like, oh, let me just go get a full sleeve now. Fucking sucks. Wait, wait, why would you get royalty checks? Because they, no, because they use Rey Mysterio's likeness. I was, I was trying to make uh, like a simile here. Like if I had a job that I got suspended and I got a nice cushion of royalty checks and whatever that I can just go out. I wish I had that. I wish I had that. I I thought you were going to be paying me royalty checks for the tattoo that you get. Wow, this is just getting really confusing. Yeah, well, Jason, if you want, if you want to add some sort of like stability to this, please just cut us off. Okay. <laughs> while the, while I, while we're saying it, the cat's out of the bag. Chris is getting a tattoo of my face as the devil on his body. Okay, so that that's I must have missed something where I <laughs> I, I had a feeling there was some sort of deal where Brandon's face ended up on Chris's body somehow. But. You know what? That doesn't sound like a bad idea. What do you mean a bad idea? You were you were incredibly happy with the idea at July fourth, but I don't think you remember it now. No, I don't, Brandon. Thank you for reminding <laughs> me. Maybe barbershop window needs to just make a T-shirt with Brandon's face on it. Yeah. Well, but we'll what does we'll, Brandon look like? Nobody knows. Yeah, we'll take we'll take care of that one. There's some there's some ideas floating around. Thanks, B-Wing. Um, okay, so let's get on to the goods. We said Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio's back. Looks like he's going to be doing a thing with Alberto Del Rio. They had a great feud, what was it, two years back when Rey Mysterio, when um, Alberto Del Rio came in? The little chihuahua. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Yes. No third yes? Come I, on. I thought you were going to continue with the yes chance. I was like, really? All right. Uh, you had a couple good matches. You know, Brodus Clay over JTG. Yeah, that was actually – wow, I said actually – that was actually really surprising. All right, Valley Girl. <laughs> Just like you didn't think JTG was going to last more than one minute. And he, like, totally lasted, like, six minutes. <laughs> he lasted longer than Drew McIntyre, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. And it's funny. Kurt Hawkins retweeted a tweet 
because Kurt Hawkins tweeted out on Raw saying, wow, JTG is still employed. And somebody tweeted to him saying there's actually a website devoted to it. Really? I don't know what the website is, but you go to the website and it's just a countdown or a count up, I guess, of how long. It's a picture of JTG and it says JTG has been employed in the WWE for this long. And it goes like five years, this uh, hours, days, weeks, and it's seconds. And it's the funniest thing. Uh, uh, it's five years, 278 days, 13 hours, 49 minutes, and 31 seconds. You it's have the website? LOLWrestling.com slash how long has JTG been employed? <laughs> and there's a picture of him in crime time. I have to like this or tweet this out or something. I'm just going to like it. Screw Wait, what was it? ProWrestling.com? LOLWrestling.com slash how long has JTG been employed? Oh, I found it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, you know what? We're, I want to take a screen cap of this, and no, you know, I was gonna say this will be the picture of the week, but I think Sign Guy has to be the picture of the week. I don't know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, you're a special guest, so start talking more, damn it. <laughs> um, All right, I, I will say if you want to legitimize the tag team division, bring back Shad, bring back Crime Times. Absolutely. Speaking of JTG, instead of having him job the Brodus Clay, and exactly. I like them. I was a fan of Crime Time. Word Up was a, a great show on WWE.com. But I, liked, I like Crime Time. Shit! But it wasn't as great as what's cracking with Scotty Goldman. Uh, let's get on to other good things Monday Night Raw. Um, the Big Show's promo to open up the show was, as Jason was talking when we were warming up, convincing. Was, you know, he made a lot of very good points, which then led to CM Punk challenging well them challenging each other to a match and the end punk getting the win which was good to see actually was it the win or was it a no contest i forget gentlemen. it was a dq big sure didn't break the five count he had till five and he completely abused it okay there we go so then but that kind of led into cena which i guess everything in the wwe leads into cena with John Cena coming out, making his big announcement, Big Show trying to egg him on to cash in Money in the Bank after Big Show, you know, humbled him. Cena will be cashing in his Money in the Bank next week at Raw 1000. CM Punk versus John Cena next week. How do we feel about this move? First wrestler to lose a briefcase. Yep, I'm calling it. Cash in. I, I totally agree with you on that. Because how, why do you think that? Brandon. Rock involvement, maybe? Rock, I don't know. Rock involvement? WWE.com has been teasing that Rock's going to be involved, so he's obviously going to. But does... Maybe it's just a distraction rather than The Rock actually gets involved? That's true. Because if you... I'm assuming if you lose it on a DQ, you don't really lose it? Or do yeah, you? Yeah, you lose it because you cashed it in. You don't get it back. Yeah, but that's bullshit. You cashed it in and lost by DQ, which means you really won. Yeah, but you still cashed it in. I don't know. I think that's bullshit. You gave it to the referee, and you're not getting it back, whether what happens. But I, I agree with you. Cena is not going to win it next week. There's going to be some sort of involvement with somebody or something. And, yeah. It'll, it'll lead to a SummerSlam match, I think. Yeah? What? Yeah. Wait, a rematch, CM Punk versus John Cena? Well, we all know the night after WrestleMania, April 2nd, I think it was, April 2nd, 2012, The Rock came out, cut this long promo about he will be WWE champion one day again. So you think it's going to be at SummerSlam and he's going to keep the title till WrestleMania? 
I uh, it could be. It could honestly I could see it being CM Punk versus The Rock maybe at WrestleMania for the championship. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I had said to you guys before the show, I find it very admirable on John Cena's part taking the RVD method of this and telling him he was going to cash it in and waiting till he was 100%. Yeah, and I, I love that concept. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of that. And also, too, I just feel like this is going to add more character to John Cena where he's going to lose it. And we've seen we've kind of seen like the the downward spiral of John Cena over the past couple of months with Brock Lesnar and losing to Rock. I think I think this is gonna you know I'm not trying to use a pun or anything like that here. This is gonna be rock bottom. This is gonna be rock bottom for John Cena. He's like I can't even get the WWE title back with a guaranteed win. So how am I gonna get this title back? I honestly I don't think he will for some time. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think Punk kind of has to hold on to it because like. I hate to say it, but the WWE title is not really a – not like the championship. It's kind of like just a belt right now. I'm thinking also maybe on Monday we could see a new championship title. Re- you think so? Raw 1000, they're going to bring out the new title? Maybe, maybe. That would Ooh. be that would be exciting. And that, that would be a great place to uh, debut it to also. But I, I honestly – I I'm not, not a fan of – the WWE Championship Spinner Belt. I liked it. I just, it it I was mean, good while it lasted. When it, when it spun, it was for John Cena. Now I just think they click it off so it doesn't spin. I don't think it's a bad championship belt. It's just really blingy. Yeah, it is very, very blingy. Blingy. All right, let's get on to other things. Um, we talked about Big Show's promo. Ryback and Jack Swagger. Good match. No complaints yeah. there. It was good. Yeah. Good for the reason that Jack Swagger attacked him, I guess, before the match started. And, you know, it's something we haven't seen Ryback in that situation before. And it's nice because Jack Swagger has kind of been falling into obscurity. So Yeah, which is which is good. So maybe they can kind of maybe work with this a little bit, make this maybe his first legitimate promo. I mean, uh, program, working with Jack Swagger. Yeah, maybe his have- first legitimate one since coaching Michael Cole to wrestle Jerry Lawler at WrestleMania. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or watching the... Yeah. Taking a suitcase down, a briefcase. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho and Dolph Ziggler. Great. Very yeah, good. Yeah, I, I can't wait for this. I really can't. You think they're going to have a match soon, or you think it's just going to keep this like promo-style stuff? I think if I think they should hold off on a match, actually, and keep going promo-wise, because both of them are excellent on the microphone, so <clears throat> let it build to a, an incredible match. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, and one last good thing before we get to like the the gray matter of Monday Night Raw is Heath Slater has been challenging all these legends. You know, we've seen Bob Backlund, we've seen Sid, fuck him, um, we've <laughs> seen everybody in the world. But I think this may have been my favorite one so far, where this week we got to see Rikishi make his return to the WWE. He really didn't look like he changed that much. Yeah, he was bigger. Yeah, he was a little bit bigger. But he he was bigger as soon as he left WWE, so. Yeah. Um, I, I want to know what thrift store he robbed to find that Rikishi shirt. Yeah, right? Where, where did he pull that from? But he probably holds like, on oh, to stuff. It's like, Rikishi, we're going uh, to put you on Monday Night Raw this week. He goes, oh, that's perfect. I have a closet full of my old T-shirts. <laughs> no, but. Like, what? But apparently there's like, from? there's a warehouse in Stanford with like. Everything. I don't think they have T-shirts from ten years ago. They may. 
They have the ring skirt from WrestleMania maybe, five. Who knows? In there. All right. This crazy uh, shit. We have to ask. We have to get. We have to get in. And be like, hey, have you ever been in the? the yeah, world? I'll take a tour of Titan Tower, whatever it's called. Yeah, I'll, when you get signed, so because, I'll, bring, I'll bring a giant duffel bag. When, so is that what happened to all these Zach Gowan and Eugene T-shirts? Probably. Wait, wait, wait. They had Zach Gowan T-shirts. Yeah, my friend has one. He paid what? more for the. He paid more for the shipping. He got it off eBay. He paid more for the shipping than the actual shirt itself. There's really. What, is, what does the shirt say? I'm looking it up right now. It's like it. that's like the most obscure. I mean, I guess they will they'll try and make money off of anything, but yeah, it's really obscure. Um, but, it, well, uh, it wasn't on eBay anymore. I'm pretty sure it was white. Oh yeah, it's got a big ZG on the front, and on the back it says "Dare to Defy." Okay, it's got the WrestleMania 20 logo, so that's how old you know it is. <laughs> that's so funny. That's interesting. Interesting stuff. When was All right. the last time anybody talked about Zach Gowan? I was actually I was listening to the art wrestling like two weeks ago with Truth Martini, who apparently is like a sexual deviant, and he was talking about Zach Allen because apparently him and Zach are like really good friends. Huh. Yeah, right. It was. It's, I'm not going to get into it, but regardless, uh, Rikishi. I think I Brandon was that your favorite one so far. Um. Uh. It was. It's like a toss up because. I liked. I, I was such a fan of the Rikishi one, but I think I was also okay. This is fucked up because I also I liked Cindy Lauper, but that wasn't like a big one. No, but, and I was there for it, so that was cool. But I really liked Vader for the fact that, like, a week before, two weeks before, I saw him wrestle Two Cold Scorpio live. Yeah, at PWS, and I really think. That was because it was a, an incredible match. Yeah, they had a PWS, mm-hmm. and to see him go two weeks later, you had no clue about this this angle starting or whatever his storyline it is. And what time is it? It's Vader time. Hits music hits whatever, and I'm like, holy shit! I just saw him like on the independent scene. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then they just continued and continued. And I'm like, yeah. But it was awesome to see uh, Rikishi dance with his sons and everything. That was really cool. That was like a really like great moment to be a wrestling fan because you have the Attitude Era wrestler and you have the the PG Era wrestlers all in like the, the same ring, like you know. Brother. I it, was, it was really funny because it's like the lights go out and all of a sudden, is it Sabu? What's Sabu doing here? And it's the Usos. I was I was hoping that it was going to be Scotty Too Hotty and. Uh, Brian Christopher. I would have marked out. Jason, who who was your favorite uh, person that they brought back? The- I'll agree. I'll agree. Rikishi was really cool. I'm, I'm a big Doink Mark, so Doink was really cool, but I think the one that really stood out to me was DDP. Yes! Bang! Sorry, I had to do it. Really? Are you serious, dude? We fucking have headphones on. So do Self I. Self high five to me. High fives all around. Yo, it's me. It's me. It's D D P. And everybody, you know, many many people won't know this, but I wrote my very first rap based off of those lines where it was, it, it's yo, it's me. It's it's me. It's D D D P. Mine is yo, it's me. It's the B to the G. Really? That's how everything got started. So that's how it all snowballed into <laughs> yeah. Brandon raps. And I, I have to say also on the uh, Rikishi match, I liked how he did the little tribute to Umaga. Oh, that was I, – I, I, like, I got a tear in my eye. 
Yep. I, I just but re- I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, he did a tribute to Yokozuna too, but he used that move. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he used to do that move anyway. Yeah, he used to do that move. Like that was Rikishi's move. Like I'm sure he got it from Yokozuna at one point, but he did that move. So whether you want to call it a tribute or not, I wouldn't. Call the spike it. was definitely a tribute. <laughs> well, he did the stink face, so all is right with the world. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't Coco it's just Beware. It's a damn shame Tori Wilson's not here to do one. <laughs> I want her in WWE to just to do one more. <laughs> to Hi. me, I was gonna say hire me, but that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's almost well, creepy, I'll Dave be, status. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all would right. you take a stink face, Chris? From who? Well, first, let's say, would you take one from Rikishi? No, I'd probably throw up. W- but would you take one from Rikishi? Because that was a huge move back in in like. I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather take it from Rikishi than Coco Beware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would, would you take Would you take a stink face, Jason? I don't know. I, I think maybe if I was unconscious, I'm sure they've had situations where the person was unconscious and he did it. So maybe, All right. maybe in that instance, because I wouldn't be awake for it. Well, I'm 100%. I would take a stink face from Tori Wilson. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah but you, you asked us for Kishi. Of course we're going to say yes to Tori Wilson. <laughs> Jeez. From Rikishi, I said, would you take a stink face? Oh. Uh, did I say from Rikishi? I don't know. Yeah, I'm you did say from Rikishi. Uh, three hours of sleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me and Jason a break here. All right, three three hours of sleep. So next week, Raw one thousand three hours. We talked about the social media movement that they're doing with this. What are your hopes and expectations for Raw? Do we think? I hope Charlie Sheen returns. You want Charlie Sheen to be there? I'm, I'm totally joking. <laughs> no, seriously, like we're obviously. I I think we're allowed to let this out of the bag. But WWE contacted us and said that we will be the. Social media ambassadors of Monday Night Raw Brandon, for the one thousand episode the of Monday on. Night Raw. You can't even say that in a straight face. <laughs> yeah, but so we're not getting paid. We're not getting paid. We're barely associated with them. We're, we're not associated with them at all. <laughs> so, Jesus. But okay. So hopes and expectations for Monday Night Raw. I, you know, we're going to see Mick Foley. You know, you're going to get DX, but you're going to get the full DX reunion. Like everybody. I really, I really do hope. You can I don't see. know. They seem to be really gearing it towards just Michaels and Triple H, but at one point, Jerry the King Lawler kind of slipped up. I don't remember his exact words, but he they, said something to the instance of where it could be interpreted as we're going to get Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and X-Pac. I think what – I yeah, because uh, like it went from first plug was it'll be the duo. Second plug was Jerry Lawler saying all of the DX members will be there. Third plug was duo. Exactly. So I'm here's hope. Yeah. If you're not giving us one, two, three kid in a match, at least give us X Pac, man. Yeah. But obviously we know that's the thing, like we don't know how this is gonna go down because obviously it's gonna be circling around Triple H and Brock Lesnar. So Oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna get the uh the answer to that SummerSlam match, which will probably be yes. Uh we have which we didn't even speak about because it was kind of in that gray matter area, the wedding between Are you Dan- doing something right now? Me? Yeah, it sounds like a rain stick. No. Do you hear that? No. So we'll see what's gonna go on next week with we got a lot of stuff that we got Brock Lesnar accepting Triple H's challenge a lot of things are going to go on with Monday Night Raw 
But let's get into a musical interlude for this week. We got a new, no, new one from our uh, our buddy Roby, aka Short Temper. You can find him on Facebook at Roby Short Temper or Twitter.com slash Roby Short Temper. So let's check this out and we will be back to talk about a bunch of other stuff going on on Market App. Trying to get tipsy, took nine shots to be like 50. Aggravated, but wanna have fun, wanna be like Nas. Got myself a gun, I'ma head to the gym, don't wanna get fat. I do a set of dips, eight two while Santana. Had a handful of Skittles, eight ten of them, but realized that I'd rather have an Eminem. Alzheimer's, with the doc gon' say bad memory, but I never forgot about Dre. Bought a dog and named it Snoop, throw this bowl to the top with gin and juice, yeah. I guess it's fate Found a girl who the best I ever had like Drake When I rap, it'll flow I deliver to your pop pills Cause I heard X gon' give it to you Her all day, can't sleep at night Only time that I smile when I grab the mic Like what it gon' take to notice me So close and they just walked over me Get my head held high staring at the ceiling Got confidence, gotta love that feeling And there ain't no way to stop it Cause whatever it takes, I got it, got it Hip-hop so hazardous, got a respirator to breathe like fabulous So fresh, ain't got nothing on me, suit tailored So I can move swift like Kanye, kid in the playpen I would never stop playing with my A, B, C, and D block But please don't tell Will Smith that all I ever wanted was a jaded kiss Got big dreams, better believe me Started smoking so my lungs could feel a little wheezy A real shot, need a pillow or a gun intended How's that for a big pun? Reason I prayed when I was a kid and crack commandments Hail Mary Pock and Big on Halloween I went out all night, trick-or-treating is Jay-Z It's a hard knock life Work all day, can't sleep at night Only time that I smile when I grab the mic Like what it gon' take to notice me So close and they just walked over me Get my head held high, staring at the ceiling Got confidence, gotta love that feeling And there ain't no way to stop it Cause whatever it takes, I got it, got it I mean, if that's what you're looking for Yeah, I can do that Uh huh. Like, I'll just keep going, I'll do it I don't gotta be me, don't matter I'll just copycat That's what it seems like everyone's doing nowadays anyway I'm just trying to blow up, it's a shame Videotape the threesome in the garage Oh wait, I could get closer to Nicki Minaj Outlandish comments ain't new to this So absurd, I'm really trying to be ludicrous Popping a kid named Jason made fun of me one day Well, mama said, knock you out, cool J Roots of hip-hop, I'm trying to regain Tuned up my automobile to be like T-Pain My goal is to run the city Wipe the dial in the dirt just to be like Diddy no teachers were pleasing me, straight A's, I'd rather get an easy E, Roby spit fire, ain't no way to stop him, when I be on a mic, I straight rock him, R-O-B-I-E, tell your mom, log on, RobyShortTemper.com, work all day, can't sleep at night, only time that I smile when I grab the mic, like what it gon' take to notice me, so close and they just walked over me, get my head held high, staring at the ceiling, got confidence, gotta love that feeling, and there ain't no way to stop it, cause whatever it takes, I got it, got it. And we're back on Mark and App Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, thank you, Roby, as always, to contributing the songs to the podcast. Follow him, Facebook.com slash Roby Short Temper. You can follow him on Twitter at Roby Short Temper. Me and him talk about Taco Bell and stuff like that. You know, cool stuff that people like to talk about. And if you like that rap, ladies and gentlemen, get hyped up for it next week. If you're listening to this, are you sitting down? Do you have a drink of water in your hand? Because you're going to get hot flashes. Next week, world's premiere. 
Hashtag Gangsters Beware. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The brand new rap from at BTTG161. Brandon's brand new rap will be on next week's episode. Oh, I thought that was like the, the crowd going. Ah. <laughs> it's a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Get hyped up for it, folks. We're going to be pumping it up all week long. I know you're going to be excited for it. Yeah. All right. I'm excited for it. You're excited? Feel these nipples. No. What? You didn't get the reference? Come no. on, man. Is it Simpsons? No, it's actually... Um, Is it Batman Dark Knight Rises? No, it's <laughs> baseball. Are you, excited? Are you excited? Feel these nipples. <laughs> Feel these nipples. <laughs> Does he have nipples on that suit? No, there is no nipples. Was really? there nipples on any of the suits? Yeah, in uh, those Batman movies, they used to have... Because he had the nipples, Robin had nipples, and so did... Um, Alicia Silverstone. Well, she's got some great nipples. She had nipples. She had big nipples. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, let's go start talking about TNA. Uh, it was open fight week and gut check challenge. But more importantly, it was more of aces and eights attacking everybody, going uh, completely nuts and ruining a lot of good things. You know, you're going to have a great match to start the show off with James Storm calling out Kurt Angle. Aces and eights attacks them. Um, the gut check for this week, with you know, uh, before before you continue with that, I thought it was going to be like a uh, a sort of main event mafia hit. Really, they can't, they can't bring back the main event mafia. Well, no, well, obviously Booker T is in WWE. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be some sort of hit because Hulk Hogan got hit, Sting got hit, now Kurt Angle. I thought maybe Scott Steiner would be behind Aces and Eights where he's taking people out, but then it continued on and it just did not make sense. Yeah. I don't know. Regar- regardless. Regardless. It's just it they everything. It's just they keep taking out people. Uh, you know, last week they showed I mean, they showed from last week Hulk Hogan having you know have to get back surgery, even though he actually had to get back surgery. So they yeah, kind of that was I was like, oh fuck you, TNA. Like I didn't want to curse, but I've cursed already. But that was like a huge fuck. You. We're gonna Don't get you. Us. We're gonna get you a swear jar. Yeah, every time I swear, I get money from it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the Aces and Eights to attack during the main event also too. Austin Aries versus Robert Rube, which are having an awesome match. Um. <clears throat> Great, yeah. great match, and it was ruined because Aces and Eights attacked. Um, like I said, the matches, the matches on Impact this week were were great. The backstage segments were shit, yeah. and the the fact that you build up a TNA gut check challenge just to have Aces and Eights. Yeah, as I was saying, you, you you cut me off. Sam Shaw, this gut check challenge person this week, just gets attacked by Aces and Eights. I guess it's, that's how much they wanted to use. The, I guess that's how the gut checks are going now. That they just don't want to start signing people. Yeah, it just doesn't. It just really just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but you know, as we said, open fight night. This open fight night was based solely around the Battle for Glory series. A lot of people getting some uh, some good wins here. Samoa Joe getting another submission victory over the Pope. Robbie E getting a surprising win. Getting, I was very surprised by that. One. But it was a count out win, you know. So it kind of it kind of worked into the favor of Robbie E. Got him on the board, which is good. Uh, Anderson over AJ Styles, but then you know Dave had to get involved afterwards and show some uh, steamy pictures. <laughs> of, yeah, like, uh, I didn't like the last thing I wanted to see 
were pictures of AJ Styles with a bottle of alcohol. I'm pretty sure you would know. It was Jack Daniels. Alcohol. That's what I, that's what I love too is the fact that they like peeled the the label off. I was just like, oh my god, yeah, a picture of AJ Styles, what a bottle of alcohol. Mean? No, it was Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Oh, so it was Jack Daniels, AJ Styles, and Dave. Was that, right. that the lady's great naked it yeah. was it, 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 the best is it, Dave, Dave was like oh it was such a passionate night it was so steamy you don't remember it I was like AJ's sitting there passed out in every single picture yeah <laughs> like, she's like trying to like lick his fuck? like the, Dave's like trying to stick her tongue in his mouth she's like <laughs> yeah it makes no sense and like and I kept trying to look to see Dave's breasts but they weren't <laughs> in any of the pictures <laughs> this is too good yeah. Oh, great. It's, um, it's, 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 it's like a little bit reminding of – I can't think of a word to say that better than reminding of, but uh, it, reminiscent of <clears throat> Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Oh, I when they got married? Up, so. What? When they got married? Yeah, but like that was good. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah, this is just <laughs> – you're going to tout like your favorite raw moment. My favorite raw moment was when Stephanie McMahon got drugged up by Triple H and they got married. Because I do no, that to no, women no, every no. weekend. I was a kid. I wasn't a kid kid, but what year did that take place? 98 maybe? I was like I was maybe like 9 or 10 years old. So I was legitimately pissed. I was I was pulling for Test. I love, I love Test as a wrestler. Uh, so did I. So did I. So like I – I wanted to see him be happy and get married to Stephanie McMahon. I remember my friend and I, the the, the week they announced they had the wedding on Raw, whatever, and like, you were cordially invited to the wedding of Stephanie McMahon and Test. My friend and I, we were in fifth grade, and we were like, oh, Miss So and So, we have a we have a, a wedding to go to, and she's like, oh, that's nice. Who are you going to? And we're like, Stephanie McMahon and Tess. Like, <laughs> we thought we were the coolest kids, and we weren't really going to a wedding. But. Yeah, but it's just, it was awkward. AJ, uh, Mr. Anderson getting the win, which is needed. Christopher Daniels, too, which was surprising, got a big win over Rob Van Dam, but, you know, using the heel tactics and getting his uh, his feet on the ropes. Billy Ray doing what he does and beating Magnus. And But, you know, the big story was Aces and Eights getting, you know, everything that they did over the... Um, over everybody just running house and, and then I, and then just overall fuck you for the backstage segments you had joseph park talking to garrett bischoff about legal advice and garrett's asking him kind of pushing him towards abyss you had uh eric eric young returning saying, that was good oh, though with uh what's her name odb on the phone where have you been bitch motherfucker i sent you out for some coffee and soda whatever it was and uh, he goes, oh, these people, I got into a van of people. They they gave me a show, a fishing show, which is legit. They gave him a fishing show on one of those channels. Does he play like that gimmicky Eric Young style or is it like – Honestly, I have not seen the show. Oh. I have no clue what channel it's on. So. Yeah. All right. You know, he hasn't really been advertising that well, I don't think. No, no, but whatever. It is what it is. Uh, there was one thing, big thing that kind of stood out. Uh, later in the show, big promo touting the newest signee of the w, of uh, TNA, uh, Chavo Guerrero, has signed with Impact Wrestling. I can't wait to see that because I'm a huge fan of Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, but they're not calling him Chavo Guerrero. They're calling him Chavo Guerrero Jr. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, he is Chavo Guerrero Jr., so. Yeah, you're you're right with that, Brandon. Okay. His, oh, his uncle's in TNA still, right? Yeah, he's the uh, Spanish announce table guy. 
So. All right, so I'm excited to see that next week. So we have that to look forward to. We have this Aces and A promo, and maybe we'll get some more racy pictures of uh, Dave and AJ Styles. Yeah. You know, I could actually send you racy pictures of Dave from a uh, vacation we took a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't want them. Thank you. <laughs> Was that you want them? I said, I don't want them. Yeah, Thank I'm you. Kidding, kidding. Brain, it'll like put them in the, uh, in the photo section. <laughs> racy pictures of Dave. Can we like take those pictures? That do you, do you think we could find those AJ Styles Dave pictures and like superpose <laughs> Dave's head? Email Impact Wrestling. Hey, Impact Wrestling. Can we get proofs of those pictures? They were beautifully taken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry we're laughing here, but this ongoing joke is just too good. I know Doug from Ring Rope Rebellion appreciates a good Dave uh, a Dave joke here. Um, all right, let's get on to other things. We said earlier in the show we had sign we have sign guy here. NYWC, trust no one. Jam packed, hot house in Deer Park. Hot house is right. Yeah, it was. It was pretty hot. You, you, and you walked outside, and it was like twenty degrees cooler. Yeah, but so that says something because it was hot outside. It was getting hot in her. But great show, always good. NYWC, you know, pr- pr- the premier wrestling in on Long Island. You know, great talent. Great up and coming talent. Their tag team division is huge, which is great right now. You know, I think I think I'm on a tag team division kick because also too their tag team division was wonderful last night. Wonderful. Why did I use the word wonderful? I think did I say that last week or two weeks ago? Saying we don't use that enough. I don't know. Not too sure. Regardless, great tag team wrestling the tag team title division right now is looking a little weird because there's two number one there's two teams that i think they're number one contenders with the slop hunters of well, let's, let's let's start out by saying for the fans who don't know that the the mywc tag team champions are rex lawless and ecw original mikey Whipwreck, who's sprouting some hair now yeah which is yeah. is great I, I like these. I was like, I, when he walked out, I was like, Mikey has hair. Yeah, like, I was I've, freaking out. I was like, what? Yeah, good. And Rex who, Lawless. Who knew it was a choice? Rex Lawless, which I'm pretty uh, impressed with. Because, A, I think that's the first time I've seen him on the microphone. And, wow. He sounded awesome. I think I turned yeah. to Brandon and I was like, I, 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 Brandon, I think I turned to you and I was like, have we ever has he, have we ever heard him talk? And I think you're like, no. I was like, I've I've never known Rex to talk. And- yeah, and he has a great he's got a great presence on the microphone. He's a and he delivered. Yeah, so. he's built like a brick shit house, and he's now that he's got a voice behind him too. Man, branch him off from the order of the black. Maybe yeah. No, I don't maybe, think. Maybe groom him at one point to be champion. Yeah, absolutely. But the the world title is getting a little interesting as well. So the number one contendership, the Slop Hunters, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, DJ Fat Pat and Francis Kipling Stevens, both both teams think of their number one contenders. There is just anarchy all over the place spilling out between these in matches, after matches, before matches, you know, during other matches as well. You know, the tag team titles were on the line. Uh, that last night with uh, the champions Rex Lawless and Mikey Whipwreck facing a team of Los Bendejos, who I was unfamiliar with. They're, they are, I believe, trainees. Not I believe, I know. They're trainees from the Team 3D school, Bubba Ray and Devon. Uh-huh. So 
It was just weird because they were high flyers. Yeah, and they were no, they were really good high flyers too. They had a they lot were, of good. Were actually they were really good. A lot I of. Would like, I would like to see them more. So yeah, you know we got a good four corners match. You know to earlier in the night, the Bateria was in there, which was really good. I'm I think I've I've been I love the Bateria. Good tag team. Yeah, a big fan of those. Um, we had a lot of other great matches that night too. We had Raven. We said Raven was in the house. Yes, ECW original Raven. Raven taking on uh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah, but it actually, cha- first of all, Mia Yim was there too. She is a badass chick. Let yeah, me tell so you, that turned into Eddie Kingston saying, "If you're going to try and face me, you got to face her." To which then Johnny Polo's music hit. <laughs> Brian E. Polo. And uh, what, what was the first name? Brian? Brian E. Polo. Brian E. Polo came yeah. out and. That turned into a tag team match. A lot of tag yep. team wrestling last night, but it was well done tag team wrestling. You know, there yep. was one very. You know, Raven. Looked good. Eddie Kingston looked good also, too. He wasn't playing the the role of the uh, babyface Chikar Grand Champion. He was playing that bad-ass heel role. You know, for the most part, I only think I know Eddie Kingston to be... Aside from that one Chikara show that we went to. Actually, was he... He was a face on Chikara? Yeah. Yeah, aside from that... Well, even then, he was a bad fucking dude. But, uh... Aside from that, I really think I just know him to be heel. No, Unless, you weren't at you weren't in Ring of Honor when we went when he faced Chris Hero. Actually, it, you know, I don't know who did he fight on PWS all those times. He, uh, Kevin Matthews, he faced. So he wasn't a heel; he was a face. Yeah, he was a face. And he's just badass. So he is badass. He's Eddie Kingston, man. He's a King Diamonds. Come yeah. on, he's Grand Champion of fucking Chikara. All right. Yeah. All right, but anyway, it was uh, seeing him play the heel role. I was talking to somebody, and I was just like, "He's like, oh man, he's like Eddie Kingston sucks." I'm like, he roped you in, and he did his job, and made you believe, and made you get pissed off with him, which was perfect. Yeah, which was great. Um, we said that you know we talked about a lot of tag team wrestling. One match that really stand out, a singles match. Jigsaw, you know, we spoke about Eddie Kingston being there. The material was there. Jigsaw was in the house too to face Ryan the Adrenaline Rush. Great back and forth fast paced match, which surprisingly Ryan Rush getting the win, which I was a fan of. It's good, you know. Yeah, the crowd and the crowd was both back and forth for for Rush and and Jigsaw. I thought you were about to say Rubik's. Yeah, there were no Rubik's chance. Good because they know him. Because <laughs> because I don't think people watch TNA. <laughs> well, uh, you know, <laughs> when you have you know a guy that just left TNA who's like you know your trainer there, I don't think people would want to watch TNA. Well, that could lead perfectly into the final. The final match, yeah, absolutely. Ryan, well, I said Ryan Rush getting the win, which is surprising. But also, too, I guess they're, you know, Ryan Rush building back up from, you know, his ACL surgery and coming back into the ring. So, speaking of, you know, segueing, get right to the main event. Abruski the Big O and the premier athlete Tony Nice, hashtag fuck TNA, faced off against the Order of Black, Stockade, and Apollyon. Another great back and forth match and you see and Apollyon of course like we said is the MYWC champion yep. and Stockade is the MYWC fusion champion yeah so a lot of so them. and if uh, if Big O and Tony Nese picked up the victory I believe they could choose to face off for whatever championship in that 
in that match. Yeah, and they sure did. Uh, they they won, which is great. They got the yes. big old W. Nice 450 from Tony Nese, spine buster from the big O, and they get the win, taking down the order of the black. Yeah, they did a double pin. A double pin, too. And these guys, too, when the, when the big O first came in, these guys were kind of feuding a little bit. But now they're on the same page. It looks like they're looking for the better good of NYWC. And it should be exciting where it goes from here. Hopefully uh, the next couple months, you know, the Big O will have the strap, the heavyweight title strap around his waist, and Tony Nese will be holding the Fusion Championship. And who knows? Maybe Fat Pat and Kip will win the tag team titles, or maybe the Slop Hunters will win the uh, tag team titles. Maybe we'll see more of... uh referee forge with reckless and wasted that was good the, they them too reckless huge reunited and it feels so good <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna pull two and a half wrestlers right here yeah. anyway is you that can go- peaches and herb you're herb um i don't I, know i have what? no clue screw you <laughs> i have no clue with that brandon but if you want more information on nywc you can go to nywcwrestling.com you can also go to their facebook page facebook.com slash nywc wrestling or on twitter at nywc wrestling you'll see us tweet uh, tweet them out all the time because it's a great promotion and raven said it you know a lot of people could be home could be, have been home on thursday night watching impact wrestling but they were at the NYWC Sportatorium. Place was jam packed. They paid their good money to see pro wrestling because that's where the stars of tomorrow are born. With that being said, let's get Sign Guy to take us to Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Okay, so I may not be Dave, but I've been given permission on Shameless Plugs and I'm going to go NYWC style on them. My first one I'm going to give out is Rex Lawless. You can follow on Twitter at OOTB Lawless, who is a great wrestler in general. And we were talking before the show, to my knowledge, hasn't yeah. been on the mic until last night. Yeah, awesome. And he was awesome. I do know he had a trial match with WWE, so best of luck to him on that. Uh, my second shameless pug would have to be kind of one for myself, a shameless pug for Forge. You can follow him at, at Forge NYWC for the Forge 123 shirt, which sold out. Again, last night at the show. I believe that's three weeks in a row that Forge is getting a, a shout-out. Yeah, geez. So how's that for being another guy, Forge? Yeah, right? <laughs> and then a special third and final shout-out. I'm going to give my shout-out to you guys at Marking Out for inviting me onto the show. And, yeah, I, I've had a lot of fun with it. Excellent, man. Well, we, we appreciate you coming on, man, uh, you know. We like to give other people opportunity, and you got the balls to uh, record that video for us. So uh, thank you, Sign Guy, for being yeah, on the you. show this weekend. And best of luck in finding Dave. And I do want to know, if I'm not NYWC's number one fan, then what does that make me? I don't know. What does that make you? It makes you the number one supporter. There we go. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Sign Guy, for uh, being on the show this week. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Sign Guy, for the shameless plugs. And it's time for Chris's match of the week. Brandon, you got to do it. Chris's match of the week. Yeah, there we go. My match of the week this week was actually from NYWC Trust No One. It was that tag team match between uh, Fat Pat and Francis Kipple and Steven III against the Slop Hunters, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. The best part of it was that all four of those guys in the ring were on our show. Yeah, it was a marking out melee. Yeah, it was it was the marking out melee, but it was good, great back and forth match. Went to five more minutes, but then those dickheads in the order of the black had to uh, interfere and not give us a clean cut winner. Yeah, I like how uh, 
sign guy held up a sign that says "Where's Dave?" and, and Silver goes, "Who?" Yeah, at Who's that, Dave? well, that's what we talked. To, that's what me and Brandon were talking about. I'm like, should we have that? Should we make a new segment called the Bam Roasted of the Week? Because if we did, that would be the Bam Roasted of the Week. Yeah, and you know, I feel like it's not fair, or it'd be only fair to talk about the fact that back when we went to Chikara, one of those ants crawled up the pole. Oh yeah, we didn't and even we, talk we about that beforehand. That it was actually Johnny Silver to do it first, and here again he impressed us and launched himself off the the long. That, what is it? A, a pillar? Not even a pillar. What is it called? It's a load bearing pillar, I think. But it, that was cool. I totally forgot about that. Also, too, no, in that in that tag team match, Kip uh, Kip uh, went right off the top of uh, Pat's shoulders in the yes. corner. I got a video of that. Exactly. So we'll have to put that on the uh, the old YouTube page. But until then, Brandon, who you shout now? Brandon, shout outs. Robert De Niro. Want to fuck me? First shout out goes to the WWE SummerSlam 2012 music video. You have Santino, Hawkins and Rex, Zack Ryder's, John Cena, CM Punk, Sheamus. Basically a bunch of superstars and divas dancing and lip syncing the SummerSlam theme song, Don't Give Up by Kevin Rudolph. Um, if you haven't checked it out, it is the most epic video WWE has ever put out. You're Check forgetting out. one name. What was that? You're forgetting one name. Zack Ryder's dad is in that yes, video. Yes, that's right. Mr. Ryder was in it. Yeah. All right, continue. Uh... Number two, not wrestling-related, but I, like I said, I'll be uh, integrating non-wrestling-related shout-outs, and I feel like this one has to be said that Layla by Derek and the Dominoes is one of the best damn rock and roll songs in history, and not many can top it, so that's why it takes this shout-out. Okay. And the third one, all I have to say is, Dave, where art thou? Yeah, where art thou? David. Alright, Brandon, good sh- where art thou? What are we fucking like Shakespearean here? Fuck. Yeah, dude, I I was a huge study of Shakespearean. No, I wasn't. Fuck Shakespeare. I hated that shit. <laughs> uh alright, well, it's time for it now. Let's get to it. It's our Out well over the week. Weak jinx. That was so delayed. <laughs> you cocksucker. All right. Well, Obviously. this mark out moment of the week goes to our buddy Juan. Uh, we brought him last night. You know, we t- we take him out of the house, out of the cage, out of feeding him buckets of fish heads. To uh, NYWC, trust no one. And the second he walked in, he looks over, and they're sitting at his 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 booth. Is Raven? He runs over to us and goes, "Guys, guess what? Right there, ECW original Raven. Oh my god!" Me and Brandon both looked at each other, and we just looked at each other and go, "Mark out moment of the week." <laughs> yep. Is he is he gonna hate you for this? He's never gonna hear this. No, he's never gonna hear this. Juan knows how to use the internet. <laughs> Jeez, no, he's the, he's not going to hate us. He'll love us because we're promoting him and his mustache and whatever else that he is. He does, but yeah, and ladies is available for rides. Yeah, <laughs> he is available for rides. All right, so that's um that's it, I guess, for this week. 
So markingout.com, facebook.com slash markingout, twitter.com slash markingout. If you guys want to email us regarding advertising, sponsorships, or just want to talk to us, go to markingout1 at gmail.com. Follow Sign Guy on Twitter at NYWC underscore Sign Guy. For myself, Brandon, and Jason, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And... Oh my god! What the? Dave!